Welcome back to a local church podcast. I'm Pastor Ryan. Today is week three in the Apostles' Creed series. Let's begin by reading the Apostles' Creed, and then we'll jump in and look at what the Baptist faith and message says. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and was buried. He descended to the dead. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. There's no wonder why the bulk of the Apostles' Creed is devoted to Jesus. If you were to look at the three stanzas, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus Christ, I believe in the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ, that section, is the largest. And it's interesting to note that as you read through this, it all points to Jesus. It's the gospel. It's a summary of the gospel. Think about this. The Bible itself, the 66 books from various genres, uh, different forms of or styles of writing, over 40 authors, from different backgrounds and occupations, over 1,500 years uh, composed uh, the scriptures, uh, 10 civilizations, three continents, three languages, but one unified story, and that is Jesus Christ. For the Christian, we are marked by this statement, I believe in Jesus Christ. Matthew 16, Jesus asks his disciples, who do you say that I am? They give a lot of different answers. The prophets, uh, you're John the Baptist, you're Elijah. Uh, but he asked Peter, who do you say that I am? And Peter profoundly proclaims, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. This profession marks the believer. Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah or anointed one, the one who came to save. Salvation is found in no other. Jesus himself says in John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Why is this important? Why is it important for the believer to know who Jesus Christ is? Why is it important that we say specific things about Jesus? Well, in short, if Jesus were something that I made up, he wouldn't be Jesus of the Bible. So let's look at Scripture. Let's look at some passages to tell us who Jesus is. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 says this, He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Jesus is preeminent. Revelation 19 verse 11 says this, Then I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. The one sitting on it is called Faithful and True. This is a picture of Jesus. And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and he has a name written that no one uh, knows but himself. 
He is clothed in a robe and dipped in blood by the name which he is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God the Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Let's turn now to the Baptist faith and message. If you want to look this up later, it's bfm.sbc.net. Article 2 uh, talks about God. Section B talks about God the Son, that is Jesus Christ. It says this, Christ is the eternal Son of God. In his incarnation as Jesus Christ, he was conceived of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Jesus perfectly revealed and did the will of God, taking upon himself human nature with its demands and necessities and identifying himself completely with mankind yet without sin. He honored the divine law by his personal obedience, and in his substitutionary death on the cross he made provision for the redemption of men from sin. He was raised from the dead with a glorified body and appeared to his disciples as the person who was with them before his crucifixion. He ascended into heaven and is now exalted at the right hand of God, where he is the one mediator, fully God, fully man, in whose person is effected the reconciliation between God and man. He will return in power and glory to judge the world and to consummate his redemptive mission. He now dwells in all believers as the living and ever-present Lord. I want to highlight the second to the last sentence of the Baptist faith and message. Because I think it's very poignant for us as we look at the Apostles' Creed that it points to Jesus. It's the summary of the gospel. But the Baptist faith and message, the second to last sentence says this. He, Jesus, will return in power and glory to judge the world. And we'll leave it there. Uh, we talk about Jesus, uh, about being the lamb and just, uh, just loving and kind and all this. We don't ever think about who Jesus is really according to the Bible, and then what he's going to be doing. The Apostles' Creed says, From there, uh, the right hand of the Father, he will come to judge the living and the dead. What if we lived our life in such a way that we understood that there is coming a day when Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, uh, is coming back, and he's going to judge the living and the dead? Think about the world around us, those who live their lives uh, uh as they think autonomous from God, like they want nothing to do with God uh, or Jesus or, or just the church in general. For the most part, uh, the world and even some within the church live as though there's not going to be a day that we will be judged. Scripture is very clear that Jesus is going to return and he's going to judge the living and the dead. And yet we live our lives in such a way that we try to ignore that fact. We, we don't want to hear that mess, uh, if you will. Uh, but here's, here's the simple truth. We're all sinners. We all fall short of God's righteousness. And because we sin and rebel against a holy God, we are dead in our sin and separated from Him. And yet, while we were sinners, God provided the only solution to the problem. And His name is Jesus who lived a perfect life, a life that you and I could never live. He died a sacrificial death, and by his work on the cross, we can be forgiven 
and given his righteousness. Paul tells us in the book of Romans that we can be saved, justified by placing our faith in Jesus alone. The question isn't whether or not Jesus is coming back. Based on the truths of Scripture, he is coming back. And why is he coming back? He's coming back to judge the living and the dead. Matthew 25, 31 says this, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then he goes on in verse 41, and he says, To those on his left, the goats, depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. This passage clearly states that Jesus is coming back, and he's going to separate those who have placed their faith in him and those who've tried to live their life autonomous from God. Friend, family members, listener, Jesus is returning. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Jesus is the Christ or the Messiah, the one who came to save that which is lost. To the one who has placed their faith and hope in Jesus, there is nothing to fear. The one who has not placed their faith in Jesus, the one who is trying to live their best life now, will sorely be awakened the day of the Lord. Albert Moeller, the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, has written a book with the title, The Apostles' Creed. And in chapter 10, page 132, at the very last paragraph, he says this, We sing, we read scripture, we share the gospel, we preach the word against the backdrop of the coming kingdom. We can eat, drink, serve, and sleep with confidence only because we have assurance that we know the future. The future that is Jesus Christ, and we are safe in him. I'm pleading, I'm begging, I'm yearning, I'm heralding. Jesus is the only way to be forgiven of sin. He is the only way to be right in the sight of God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, all the good stuff. Check us out on social media, a local church podcast. And always remember to love God, love people, and make disciples.